last week on Thomas and the Bible. It's the return of Jeebus and the return of Harley. He's under the weather today, though, so you're stuck with me. Jeebus takes the form of Lamb and opens the seven seals. The first four release the horsemen of the apocalypse. In the fifth, all the martyrs who want their revenge. He opens the fifth seal. Everything goes crazy on earth, and all the kings try to hide from Jesus, the badass Lamb. Lambo then opens the seventh seal, and seven angels start blowing seven trumpets. Armageddon ensues. Hail, fire, rivers of blood, and dogs and cats living together. Man-eating locusts kill a third of humanity, and the rest still don't repent. One last fabulous angel thunders down and makes Johnny book. Finally, two candlesticks go to earth, die, come back to life, and start a party back in heaven. There's only two more episodes left. Will God start making things pull together? Let's find out this week in Thomas and the Bible. Oh yeah, with a yawn count of one. Thank you for the wonderful intro. Yeah, two episodes to go, including this one. And by somewhat popular demand, people have asked uh, to do some sort of wrap-up show. And I want to do that. You know what I was thinking? Had an idea. What if? What if? Now, hear me out. I would love to include some of you guys in this. I probably, specifically, patrons would be good. I'll put this up on Patreon, probably. But I was. what if we did some sort of hangout and we all just got wasted and talked about, like, our favorite parts of the Bible? I don't know. I have no idea how many people are listening to this currently or, like, keep up with it. And But... This is just an idea. So I'm going to put this out there. If anybody wants to join me for, for you know, basically a Bible drinking game. <laughs> Talk about our favorite parts. Reflect on it. Um, I can tell you about some of my favorite parts that I remember and, and we can reminisce. And, uh, yeah, if, if you were interested in that, I think it would be fun. We could do a Hangouts, like Google Hangouts or something. I don't know. But uh, just an idea I had. Let me know if you'd be interested. We could pick a night. Might work for everybody. I don't know. Uh, and, uh, that'd be fun. If, if, if you're not interested, then don't let me know. But if you are interested, definitely let me know on Facebook or Patreon or whatever. Well, that being said, we'd better get to our delicious episode for the day. The third part of our far four part revelation series <laughs> and our, uh, the 259th part of our 260 part Bible series. Revelation 12, and there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun. Ow, that would, uh, that would not be good. And the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. Not realistic, sorry. And she, being with child, cried, travailing in birth, and pained to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a, go- a giant, uh, sorry, a great red dragon, having seven heads, ten horns, seven crowns upon its heads. (laughs) Ah, that's ridiculous. I would have laughed at this dragon, actually. I'm like, dude, why do you need seven crowns? Why do you need one crown? But seven is, sorry, Mr. Dragon, that is straight up ridiculous. That is the most ridiculous thing. I'm not going out with you like this. Could you go inside, change, just put something else on, would you? I am not going out with some asshole with seven crowns. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. That's not very nice. And she brought forth a (laughs) man-child. who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up unto God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness, where she hath a place prepared of God 
that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and threescore days. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels. It actually says that, and the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent, (laughs) that old serpent, called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was cast unto the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the old man-child, <laughs> which brought forth the man-child. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness into her place, where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time from the face of the serpent. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. This is none of this happened. <laughs> to go ahead and say, sorry, I don't believe any of this happened. 95% of it. I'm sure there was probably, a, a, you know, a dragon-like thing that flew down from something like... Ha- oh, wait a minute. No, none of this happened. <laughs> and the earth helped the woman. And the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. What a random story. Okay, well, that's that's Revelation 12. <laughs> Something about a dragon. Revelation 13. And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns. Oh, no. And upon his horns, ten crowns. <laughs> and upon his heads, in the name of blasphemy. And I And the beast, which I saw, was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth was as the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power and his seat and his great authority. I love how whoever wrote this, and a lot of the Bible, really did think that different animal parts combined is somehow incredible. Like, no! It had the head of a bear and the jaw of a lion and the paws of an eagle and the... (laughs) and the credit report of a... yeah of a, uh, an octopus and the sense of humor of a, a giraffe. And, you know, it's like just all this weird stuff. And it really, it would just look absurd. Like, it would be the least scary thing in the world. It would just be like, what is that? Like, blech. Blech. That would be, that's what it would be. And they worshiped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? No one. No one is like unto the beast. 
And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life, the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. And if any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. And I behold, I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. Ooh, it's like Godzilla versus uh, one of the other Godzilla things. I don't know. Never watched that, but uh, but yeah, it's like those big monsters fighting in fake miniature cities. And he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him, and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did leave. Uh, did leave. <laughs> I almost said it again. I'm kind of tired, sorry. Did live. To blave. And he had power to give unto the image of the beast that the image of the beast should be both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark on their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred threescore and six. Ah, six, 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 eh? Uh, that's the end of that one. So that's kind of, that was, again, kind of, kind of odd, kind of out of nowhere. I'm, I'm told that that's some sort of metaphor for the Roman Empire or something. Like that's the ten, seven crown, five, ten horse, horn, uh, whatever creature, eagle, bear, lion thingy. Uh, but that doesn't really do anything for me nowadays because I don't know if the uh, omnipotent God who you know, directed the authorship of this book, n knew this, but, um, but I'm not, I don't live in the Roman times. Um, never have, never have actually. Mm, yeah, never have. Uh, and so this means nothing to me or slash. It sounds like a very bizarre fever dream or drug trip. So, so not really doing much for me, but, uh, but Hey, it's your perfect book. God do what you will. Revelation 14, and I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Sion, and with him in hundred and forty and four thousand, having his father's name written in their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven, as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of a great thunder, and I heard the voice of the har of harpers harping with their harps. <laughs> and they sung, as it were... A new song before the throne and before the four beasts and the elders, and no man could learn the song but the hundred. <laughs> so only the hundred forty-four thousand that were redeemed from the earth could learn the song. I like that everyone else is like, 
Uh, what was it? Hi, we are in heaven. And no, no, that wasn't it. It's just like everybody's trying to hum this song. They can't figure it out. These are they which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men, being the firstfruits unto God and to the Lamb. And in their mouth was found no guile, for they are without fault before the throne of God. Okay, if you have to be a virgin in order to get to be one of these 144,000, eh, I'll pass. I'll uh I'll pass. I don't uh I don't think that's a worthy deal. I I don't uh I decline. I decline the deal. And I saw an oh, but if you're one of these 144,000, you probably get to like sit in a chair. <laughs> Let's see. Sex or sit in a chair at, at and like rule over people or something. I don't even know what you do when you're one of the 144,000. You know, and I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having ever the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people saying with a loud voice, fear God and give glory to him for the hour of his judgment has come and worship him that made heaven and earth and sea and the fountains of waters. And there followed another angel saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast in his image, and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation." And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest, day or night, who worship the beast in his image. Who would worship the beast in his image? Who would do that? Is, would somebody, like, voluntarily make that choice? Like, ah, oh, let's see. Do I want to worship oh, God in the one where I get everything I want forever? Or do I want to worship this weird looking animal, half bird, half tiger, half lion, whatever, and then be tortured forever? God, that is a, that's a, that's a thinker. That's a thinker. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God in the faith of Jesus. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. And I looked, and behold, a white cloud, and upon the cloud sat one, uh, one sat like unto the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple, crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud, thrust in thy sickle, and reap. For the time is come for thee to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. And he that sat on the cloud thrust in his sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. And another angel came out of the temple which is in heaven, and also having a sharp sickle. And another angel came out from the altar, which had power over fire and power of attorney, <laughs> and cried with a loud cry, 
to him that had the sharp sickle, saying, Thrust in thy sharp sickle, and gather a sharp sickle, and gather the clusters of the vine of the earth, for her grapes are fully ripe. And the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth, and gathered the vine of the earth, and cast it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. And the winepress was trodden without the city, and blood came out of the winepress, even unto the horse bridles, by the space of a thousand and six hundred furlongs. That was boring, I'm not going to lie. Nothing really happened there. Revelation 15, still revelationing. And I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them is filled up the wrath of God. And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire, and them that had gotten the victory over the beast, uh, and over his image, and over his mark, and over the number of his name, stand on the sea of glass, having the harps of God. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are thy works. Lord God Almighty, just and true are thy ways. Thou King of saints, who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee, for thy judgments are made manifest. And after I looked, and behold, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was opened. And the seven angels came out of the temple, having the seven plagues clothed in pure and white linen, having their breasts girded with golden girdles. And one of the four beasts gave unto the seven angels seven golden vials full of the wrath of God, who liveth forever and ever. Yeah, sure. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no man was able to enter into the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were fulfilled. Uh, that was just a bunch of numbers. Uh, eight, shiny something, something, whatever. I don't know any of the words to that. Lords of Leaping, Golden Rings, just seven, seven, ten, seven, ten, seven, seven, ten. It's like, I get it. Very impressive. Very impressive. You can describe something using the number seven a lot and sometimes ten. Wow. You've sold me. This is truly a miraculous book. Revelation 16, And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth. And the first wind and poured out his vial upon the earth, and there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast, and upon them which worshipped his image. And the second angel poured out his vial upon the sea, and it became as the blood of a dead man, and every living soul died in the sea. And the third angel poured out his vial. How, just, can't you just, why, why all the, uh, God, I gotta level with me here. Why all the showmanship? Why all the, just, I mean, you're God. You created everything. I still, I mean, it's already incomprehensible to me that you would have any sort of, like, there'd be any value to you in this whole project at all. Like there's any, I don't know what you're getting out of it in any way, shape or form. But let's say I could just grant that. Like you wanted, you wanted to create us and you wanted certain people, you wanted people to like you. <laughs> you just need to be liked. Um, and so I get it. Wait, why all the theatrics at the end here? Just, just snap your fingers and everybody you like 
is stays with you and everybody you don't like is gone. There's nothing, there's no lesson you can teach them. Picture a, a thousand years of this. It's not like, okay, now you're fine. No, it's eternal torment is pointless. It doesn't, there's nothing anyone can learn from that. There's like, oh, sorry, I'll be better next time. I'm, but I'm, we'll be here eternally. But next eternity, I guess I'll be, I'll do better. Sorry. And I heard the angel of the waters say, Thou art righteous, O Lord, which art and wast and shall be, because thou hast judged thus. For they have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and thou hast given them blood to drink, for they are worthy. And I heard another out of the altar say, Even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are thy judgments. And the fourth angel poured out his vial upon the sun, and power was given unto him to scorch men with fire. And men were scorched with great heat, and blasphemed the name of God, which had power over these plagues, and they repented not to give him glory. Really? All this? And they're like, nah, I'm not going to give him the satisfaction. You know, I respect that, actually. Uh, those, those, are, those people are probably, even though they wouldn't exist in real life, everyone would just do whatever. I mean, the minute we're all being tortured with plagues, we'd just be like, yeah, whatever, uh, God, uh, you're the best. We love you. You're whatever. I I worship you. Hereby, I hereby, Thomas, hereby worship whatever, whatever you want me to do. I don't, whatever. <laughs> I don't, I look, look, what do you want? For, whatever you want from me, okay. If you're going to be an asshole about it, like, fine. And the fifth angel poured out his file upon the seat of the beast, and this kingdom was full of darkness, and they gnawed their tongues for pain and blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores and repented not of their deeds. And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, that the way of kings of the kings of the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to battle of that great day for God Almighty. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And he gathered them together in a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. Oh, okay. And the seventh angel, poor... Now the movie makes sense. The... <laughs> Now the movie makes total sense to me now, <laughs> man. I because I didn't get it at the time, but now the movie Armageddon makes one hundred percent perfect sense. And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, "It is done." And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth. So mighty an earthquake, and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, and great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found, and there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, and every stone about the weight of a talent and the men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, for the plague thereof was exceeding great. I, how do they still have energy for this? They've already been killed in every which way. And then they're like, oh, and now it's hailing? <laughs> and now the weather is just not how they want it. So like this, 
Like they're already being tortured and they're like, ah, man, is it raining? Ah, shit. I didn't bring an umbrella. Damn it. Nothing's going my way today. (laughs) Revelation 17. Man, this is a long, long reading tonight, huh? And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither, I will shew shew unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters. (laughs) I like this. He's like, hey, dude, (laughs) you got to see this girl. (laughs) Man to man, uh, check this out. With whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns, again with the seven and the ten. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots, the abomination of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. And the angel said unto me, Wherefore didst thou marvel? I will tell thee the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carrieth her, which hath the seven heads and ten horns. The beast that thou sawest was and is not, and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition. And they that dwell on the earth shall wonder whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, when they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is. And here is the mind which hath wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sitteth. This is dope. This is crap. And there are seven kings, five are fallen, and one is, and the other is not yet come. And when he cometh, he must continue a short space. And the beast that was and is not even here is the eighth, and is of the seven, and goeth into perdition. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast." These have one mind, and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them, for he is Lord of lords, King of kings, and they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. And he saith unto me, The waters which thou sawest, where the whore sitteth, are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues. And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast... These shall hate the whore, and shall make her desolate and naked, and eat her flesh, and burn her with fire. For God hath put in their hearts to fulfill his will, and to agree and to give their kingdom unto the beast, under the words of God shall be until the words of God shall be fulfilled. And the woman which thou sawest is that great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. That was the worst one yet. Just nothing. That was a zero. Zero Bible. All right, Revelation 18, last one. Man, this one's long too. So here's how I know this sucks and that one sucked. The, the, I, I, when I read some summaries and commentary and all that, there's like nothing. Even though there was a lot of words I just read you, the summary was like, nah, nah. <laughs> summary was just like, oh, there's a horror. And yeah, that's it. It was not interesting. 
And after these things I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth hath committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And I heard another voice come from heaven, saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities. Reward her even as she rewarded you, and double unto her double according to her works, in the cup which she hath filled to her double. How much she hath glorified herself, and lived deliciously, so much torment and sorrow give her, for she saith in her heart, If I sit a queen, I sit a queen, and am no widow, and shall see no sorrow. Therefore her plagues become in one day death, and mourning, and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire, for so strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. Yeah, all right, all right, we... I get, we've established the pattern. Everything sucks, but it's all bugs and fire and crap. That's basically it. I mean, there's no... I'm no longer surprised. And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and lived deliciously hmm, with her shall bewail her and lament for her when they shall see the smoke of her burning. Standing afar off for fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon... That mighty city, for in one hour is thy judgment come. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man buyeth their merchandise any more. Merchandising. The merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones and of pearls and fine linen and purple and silk and scarlet and all thean wood and all manner of vessels of ivory and all manner of vessels of most precious wood and of brass and iron and marble and cinnamon, and odors, and ointments, and frankincense, and wine, and oil, fine flour, and wheat, and beasts, and sheep, and horses, and chariots, and slaves, and the souls of men, and the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee, and all things which were dainty and goodly are departed from thee, and thou shalt find them no more at all. The merchants of these things which were made rich by her shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment, weeping and wailing, and saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and decked with gold. <laughs> there you go. There's your token one yawn for you. This is terrible reading. For in one hour so great riches has come to naught, and every shipmaster and all the company and ships and sailors and as many as trade by sea stood afar off and cried, when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? And they cast dust on their heads and cried, weeping and wailing, saying, Alas, alas, that great city wherein were made rich all that had ships in the sea by reason of her costliness. For in one hour she's made des desolate. Rejoice over her, thou heaven, and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone, and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down, and shall be found no more at all. 
and the voice of the harpers and the musicians and of the pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee, and no craftsman of whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in thee. And the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee, and the light of a candle shall shine no more in all in thee, and the voice of the bride... We get it, nothing. Everything's gone. Bridegroom and bride shall be heard no more at all in thee, for thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. And in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that which were slain upon the earth. All right, well, that's my show. Only one more, uh, and then wrap-up show, and then we're on to the next thing. I can unveil the new book to non-patrons when I do the wrap-up show. So, Sirius, on page, hit me up on Patreon, on Facebook, wherever fine contact information for me is sold, and tell me if you'd like to participate in a wrap-up show. I, we'll, we'll figure something out. Maybe I can... Yeah, there's lots we could do. It could be really fun. Mainly, let's just get hammered. That's my vote, but uh, <laughs> that's just me. All right, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting at patreon.com slash T and the B. And I'll see you next time for the last episode.